before coming up with a morning routine, before coming up with your non-negotiables, first figure out who is it that I want to be. And after you have that down, like what version of myself in the future am I working toward, then it's easier to figure out your non-negotiables because, okay, that version of me would be doing this. You, Brittany, you're meditating because it's deepening your connection with the divine. It's, it's strengthening your psychic abilities because you are a tarot reader, because you are a medium, you are a channeler. So there are things, actions that needs to be done, practices that you want to have and cultivate to get you closer to that version of you that is like the ultimate medium, like whatever vision you have of yourself. Hello and welcome to Para Not So Normal, where we get into all things spiritual and supernatural. We explore the unknown and the unexplained. I'm your host, Brittany Bento, a tarot reader and psychic medium. And I'm here to guide you on a journey into the beyond. On this podcast, I believe that the spirit world is not just a topic for discussion, but a way of life that can inspire and transform each and every one of us. My goal is to bring as many people along with me while I aim to expand my mind and perspective and as I embrace the mystery of the unknown. On this journey, I wish to inspire, encourage, and ignite excitement within you, the listener, while you discover your own unique path towards enlightenment. Let's do it together. I strive to provide a platform where listeners can engage in open-minded and stimulating conversations about the supernatural, and where your curiosity is fueled by the thought-provoking discussions had on each episode. I aspire to create a community of like-minded individuals where we can all share our experiences and learn from one another. So as I explore my curiosity and delve into the paranormal and spiritual world, I invite you to join me. Let's discover the magic that lies within us all. Hello and welcome to another episode of Para Not So Normal. I'm your host, Brittany, and today we are going to talk about basically how to step into the best version of yourself, the CEO version of yourself. And I'm really excited because we're here with Antoine Billboard today, who I met through TikTok, and we'll get into that in a moment. But hello, Antoine. How are you today? Thanks so much for being here with me. Hi, Brittany. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited that this finally came to fruition. Yeah, so Brittany and I, we met through TikTok. And from the very first video, I could feel your energy and you felt raw and honest. And I just love how your authenticity just shines through whatever medium we are communicating through with you or consuming information. So I really appreciate that about you. Yeah, you mentioned CEO. So the name of my show is Your CEO Self Podcast, which is all about optimizing human potential, expanding the mind to better understand the universe as within, so without. Thank you for having me. No, I'm really excited to have you. Sometimes when a person comments on your video, for me at least, I'll click on the profile. And that's exactly what happened with you. I clicked on your profile randomly. And I was just like, immediately, I was drawn to you and your energy. And I sent you a follow right away because I was like, 
I like this guy. You know, there's just something about you that I was drawn to. And from there, I mean, I don't even know how we started talking, but from there, we developed a relationship and we're here today. And the timing of this could not be more perfect because what you, what you bring to the table, like I listened to one of your podcast episodes earlier this week talking about like your non-negotiables and how to like step into the CEO version of yourself, the best version of yourself. And yeah, the timing with like March and astrologically, like with spring and getting out of the winter kind of low, the winter slump. Well, for me, at least I know that especially, you know, where I live in the world and I know where you live similar, it gets darker, it's colder. And for me, like I'm affected by that. And it's like, I'm, I've been trying to kick myself into gear essentially, because for me personally, Ever since I've transitioned from teaching, those of you who have been following me for a while know that I was a teacher for five years and I quit in September. So October, I stepped into doing readings full time and I dove like head into this and I started the podcast. I started my YouTube. I started really like taking this seriously. But with that was also the winter season. And with that, because I was so career focused, I kind of put me and myself on the back burner a little bit. And I didn't really realize it until I was like, oh my gosh, Brittany, like we got to get back into gear, you know, like back into focusing on myself and the work-life balance is key. Even though I love my work, like I love what I do, which kind of makes it challenging too in the sense where it's not like I'm trying to escape work, whereas before like the gym was an escape for me. And now it's like, it's not that anymore because I love what I do, but it's like, okay, Brittany, you're more than just this work as much as you love it. So it's getting back into that routine of waking up earlier. And don't get me wrong, I still do go to the gym, I still move, but it has not been consistent if I'm being completely transparent transparent with everybody listening because everybody gets those slumps. So it's like, don't be too hard on yourself, but I've been meaning to get back with it and I just have been falling off. So the timing of this could not be more perfect. And I want to see what you have to say to that. And then we'll just kind of jump into, I guess, everything that you have to offer. And yeah, we'll see where conversation goes from there. Yeah, and don't worry. Like I know just from our conversations or Snapchat, the way that the energy, how it flows between you and I, it's just so natural. This is also something that I really appreciated about you. Like I feel like can, I can go as deep and as elaborated with my videos and you're not going to be like, I have to sift through his one minute Snapchat. Like you're going to listen to every part of it and respond and add value to every single part. And I told you this, like you had this capacity, almost like a journalist to you know, keep tabs open in your brain of everything the other person said. And not only does that create a beautiful conversation, but it makes the other person seen and understood and valued and heard. And I very much appreciate that about you. Honestly, like, oh, you're giving me chills. I appreciate you saying that. And you're the exact same way. Like when I say thank you, I mean that because that that is something that I consciously make note of because it is important to be heard. And you know, like anybody, when you say something and it's ignored, it doesn't make you feel good. But even further than that, like I, everything you have to say, I love listening to you and what you have to say. <laughs> so it's easy. You know what I mean? It's not even like it's a difficult thing. And that's why sometimes like if I don't respond right away, it's because I want to make sure I'm present to listen to what you're saying so that I can respond as opposed to just, oh, I'm busy right now flipping through and just half listening, half not listening. It's so important to be present with everything you do. 
including social media, as weird as that sound. You don't want to be mindless with it because that's where you could like get locked in just scrolling mindlessly for hours, right? There's benefit to social media. You, you, you need to be careful with that and not getting lost in it, but it's being present. Yeah, I totally appreciate that about you. And you said like, just to branch out on technology a little bit, I'm very conscious about blue light exposure, especially early in the morning. I really want to have this clear input of sunlight first, like real natural light because we're light beings. And the best way to recharge our own light is through the natural light that we are blessed to receive every single day. Everybody has a phone. Everybody's reachable 24-7. And of course, I want to be that friend that can help someone that's in need. And I want to be reachable. But I also consciously block out time when I do not want to be utilizing technology or just looking at my phone. It, it has this feature where it detects the app you're using. So if I'm at the gym, it detects the location or my fitness app. So it will go into fitness focus mode. When I'm reading, it goes into reading focus. When I'm sleeping, it goes into sleep. And every mode, every different focus mode filters out specific notifications and allows specific notifications in. So let's say I'm working, my colleagues can reach out to me, but when I'm sleeping, no one can reach out to me. I am so focused on filling up my own cup and tweaking myself and optimizing myself, not out of feelings of inadequacy, but more of like, how better can it get? Mm. And also, I know I need to become that version of me if I want to have the lifestyle in the future, bring that future as close as possible. Mm -hmm. And the sacrifices that I'm making today, I will reap the benefits then. And you know what is going to allow me to be even more present with my family and friends and people because I'm not going to have to work so hard to make money and make ends meet. Yeah. When you were talking about doing things now for the future version of yourself, I got so excited and I got chills everywhere because time is not linear the way we perceive it to be linear. So the person you want to be already exists. There's a timeline and this is proven by quantum physics. Okay. This is not just me spiritually here. Mm. There is a future version of you, the you you want to be that already exists. But in order to get there, you need to start, oh, I'm getting chills. You need to start implementing those habits and all of those things now so that you can become that in the future yes. so that you could step into that timeline but it should excite you too like I got excited when you were like the future version of me this and that I was like be excited for that but you also need to like put the work in which is kind of what we're going to talk about today with the non-negotiables and then you know when you were talking about focus mode and stuff like that and just being present and it's so important to do anything you can not to get pulled away because the phone is a good example like it lights up and it's it's almost like one of those reactions now that humans have where you automatically have to look and oh god you know what i mean and it stresses you out if you don't see it right away so to implement those little things that could help you not get distracted i think is so key and like for me i put my phone on do not disturb often as well just so that i don't get those notifications so that i'm not pulled away from what i'm doing in the present moment to go back with the yes the trajectory we're on mm -hmm. we get to shift where we're aiming every single day it's like we can see like the three next steps ahead of us mm -hmm. but the fourth kind of gets blurry and then the fifth and sixth kind of gets blurrier and blurrier right but as you make one step further into a direction like unlock the next step like the next potential steps 
am I going this way or this way today? Which which yeah. version of myself do I want to vote for today? Mm. So let's say I vote for the version of me that wakes up at five instead of the version of me that snooze in for a couple mm. extra hours. Yeah. And that doesn't mean we don't we're not gonna have any steps back. Mm. We get to have some grace for mm -hmm. ourselves and compassions and of days and it's gonna be peaks and valleys and like, I think the shame that comes in when we skip an unnegotiable, when we skip a day at the gym, when we, you know, when we forget to drink our water daily, we get so self-critical. Like, I don't know if you, Brittany, yeah. do that, but this is something that I personally battle with still to this day. Like, it's not completely gone and I don't ever think it's going to be gone completely. It's something that I have to and am learning to manage, but it's to have the grace and acknowledge that we can always recommit. Yes. It's never too late. And I love how you mentioned earlier that the timing is also supporting us. I don't know mm -hmm. about you, but for me, 2022 was a lot of healing. Mm -hmm. I was pushing in the business and I wanted things to work out, but it's like the energies were just like, no, just, just focus on you. And I did. And earlier this year, January to me felt like, the cocoon yeah very fuzzy and cozy and i didn't i did not feel guilty for having a slow start of the year the beginning of my year was quite slow it took time to build the momentum that i'm on right now but it was like in the cocoon like just acknowledging 2022 saying goodbye to the past looking how much i've grown so far really taking stock february was more of the emergence like things got clearer like the egg started to crack and now March, April, it's takeoff. Like spring is coming. Daylight is like we're getting more sunlight. We're getting more time during the day. And we get more time to get things done. So I really, really love that. And the work-life balance, I think it's the main focus. It's so easy to get caught up in the daily hustle and forget about filling up our own cup. Yeah. No, I'm like right on board with you there. 2022 for me, big time healing. I mean, I'm not going to get into it. Those listening already know I went through a huge breakup, thought I was going to marry a guy that in May and that sent me on this trajectory of healing. And man, was it probably the, it, no, not probably. It was the most expansive year of my life. And only now am I realizing I was in my Saturn return. <laughs> so like a bunch of things happened, especially in 2022 for me, but tomorrow is March 17th and I'm coming out of my Saturn return tomorrow. And man, was it one hell of a ride. That's what I'll say, you know, for those of you who know anything about astrology, but it was the most expansive year of my life last year. And with that came a shit ton of healing, like some of the lowest lows, but like, oh, I'm getting chills as I'm talking about it again. But I am a different version. Like I am not the same Brittany that I was. I was a shell of who I am now. Like when mm -hmm. I tell you I am a different person, I am on a different timeline. I am a different version. And that's why like through all the healing and everything, I changed careers as a result. And I, you know, jumped, you know, what I'm doing now. And I really just worked, 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 worked winter came and you know like i said similar as you like cocoon in january february things started shifting a little bit but if you are you know resonating with what i'm saying first of all i want to say you got to listen to your podcast episode which in the show notes and everything i'll have all of your stuff linked down below for those listening if you are feeling the same kind of way like you need to listen to that episode it was so good it was so inspiring for me i was like oh my gosh yes 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 like as i was listening <laughs> 
And I'm like, okay, Brittany, like this is like a sign to get your ass in gear yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and to start some of these things. New changes are coming for me, changes that I didn't think were coming. Like I'm going to be hitting mm-hmm. the road after my lease comes up. Like my life is just drastically, drastically changed. And, you know, with that, I'm like, okay, who do I want to be in the future? Like I've already made leaps and bounds, but there's always room to improve. And like you said, though, I am overly critical. I am a person who if I if I set a goal for myself and I don't follow up with it, you know, I get sometimes in this cycle of feeling like I'm a failure essentially. And that makes me feel worse. And then it's like I get stuck in that. It's like, no, it's never too late. You know, you mm. can always recommit and it's it's never too late to pick, okay, do I want to be this version of me, this version of me? And it's never too late to make more steps towards the version of me that I want to be. So it's like, I, I really do want to talk about what the CEO non-negotiables are if you're like, okay, what does that even mean? Like, you know, because one of yours is waking up early. And for you, that's waking up at 5am. But you know, for those listening, it can look different for everybody. And it's essentially figuring out what your non negotiables are. But why don't you talk about like briefly, because again, they'll listen to your podcast episode where you get in depth about it. But what what is non negotiables? Like, how would you explain that to those listening? Thank you. Yes. So your non-negotiables are those daily habits or decisions that you absolutely do not want to skip or miss in order to sustain and hold the lifestyle that you desire. Now, again, it doesn't mean that you're not going to skip a day. Like it's, it's a living thing. It's not so rigid. Balance. Balance. Thank you. And I mentioned it in the episode, like some people do thrive in more rigid kind of military environment. I do to some degree, I need some structure, order, but you want to listen to your body. If maybe you went to bed a little bit later the whole week and you've accumulated sleep credit, you want to, you want to get that sleep back. You, you don't want to exhaust yourself in the long run. When you start a non-negotiable, you want to start slow. You don't want your nervous system to go into override. Because when we build a new habit, it kind of puts your nervous system into fight or flight. A change of lifestyle is perceived as a threat. That's all a part of the human experience, right? Like we do need that. Like we, th- that's our survival tactics essentially. But I do want to talk about, you know, like, like you were talking about for some people, it's very rigid and it's like the military, this, 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 this. And this is something that I've personally been battling with back and forth when I've been trying to get onto this new regime of mine, because the old me, you know, when I was in like the nine to five type of thing. And before that, like when I was in university, I used to wake up at like 5am all the time because I would go to the gym beforehand because I had my long day at work or my long day at university, whatever it was. And, you know, I feel like I'm more so at a point in my life now where I'm trying to be more in flow with things. And it's different for everybody. Okay. It's different for everybody, but I'm trying to find the balance between that because what I find is sometimes for me, again, this is for me, everyone's different. Too much rigidity will make me resent certain things, feeling like, oh, I feel like I have to do this at this time. And then it's like, I don't want to do it, but I'm Mm -hmm. forcing myself. So I'm not as present. I'm not as, you know what I mean? And that takes away from the experience. So I am trying to have that balance now where I have my non-negotiables. Like I know what it is that I want to do every day, but it's figuring out a flow that works for me so that I get all of these things done. Yeah. So you spoke to a very important piece here, like the resistance you feel, like the resentment. Mm-hmm. I would 
ask myself, yourself, anyone listening, is the resistance coming from, is it coming from my brain, my survival brain that wants to keep me in my comfort zone, that keeps me in my older version of myself? Or is it just, what does my body really need right now? What would feel really good? I don't feel like waking up at five or I don't want to go to the gym today because I want to allow my body to rest and it's really what I need to do to nurture myself. So that coexists all the time. And it's really about like feeling like, okay, I'm about to perform my non-negotiable, whether that is meditation, drinking water, going to the gym, waking up early. Like these are the examples we're naming and I'm feeling resistance. Is it fear of change? Because we get so scared. Like we, it's like we can see the potential and we create this gap. Like we push our higher self further away in the future so that, and I'm speaking for myself, like I don't want to project onto anyone listening or you, Brittany, but it gave, it gave me kind of this excuse to slack off today. But then when you lose that rigidity and that self-discipline, mm. that's when things can kind of yeah. No, I, I really like that. And it, uh, you gave me some perspective. So I appreciate that because that is something I've really been battling with now that I'm not teaching. I don't have to be up at 5 a.m. like I used to. You know, it's like I have the luxury of sleeping in a little bit if I want to because mm. my readings for me, I have set to start at 10 a.m. So that gives me like if I really wanted to sleep till 9 a.m., I can. I don't ever do that though because naturally my body does wake up earlier than that. But I feel like sometimes there's this like I don't get much done in the morning because it's like I have all the way till 10. But then if mm-hmm. I sleep until a certain time, it's like that awkward. And but do you know what I mean? So part of me is like, yeah. do I start my readings earlier? But then I'm like, no, because I enjoy having the morning to like make a nice breakfast to give myself that time to meditate. Like that's something that I is a non-negotiable for me because I'm developing my mediumship. I sit and meditate for like at least 40 minutes at a time. So it's a good chunk of time. And I recently switched to meditating more so in the morning because what I started to realize and this is coming to my brain now. I like waking up at like 6 a.m. is like a good time for me. I find I am so much more productive when I wake up early in the day. But for me, what I'm noticing, it's like waking up and instead of like going to the gym or something like that, like I do my meditation, have my breakfast and I notice what I really like is working first thing in the morning, like 6, 7 a.m., like editing, doing whatever and getting all that stuff done. And then I could enjoy my workout. Then I could enjoy you know, those other non-negotiables as opposed to just trying to check it off the list. Because I think that's something else that's really key here is with those things and habits that we're trying to implement is you need to be present with it. And it's important to enjoy it because if it's just a a box you're ticking off your list, Mm -hmm. are you really reaping the benefits from doing it? Oh, oh, yes. I'll take the gym, for example. 80% of the results are made by your mind. Actually, there are studies that showed that by thinking and visualizing yourself performing a movement, like a bicep curl, for example, you could have some some firmness, some volume build up over the course of two weeks, like as short as that. The key point here is to really feel the contraction and imagine the contraction and visualizing yourself, maybe sweat and like how difficult it is, like really picturing the effort in your mind. When I work out, I'm very conscious of connecting my mind and my body. Yeah. 
I'm not thinking about my emails while performing the bicep curls because that removes 80% of the benefits. So I love that you mentioned being present and really enjoying the unnegotiable, whatever it is. Because if you're just doing it because you think it's going to be good for you, because other people do it, because that's what you see on TV or on social media for social approval to look hot in a bikini. And I mean, I want to look hot in the bikini. But like, I know that when <laughs> I know that when I w go to the gym and that's something I want to talk about, like the why behind an unnegotiable, when I go to the gym versus when I don't, my day is completely different. It's not the same day at all. If I skip a day before going to work, I'm not as awake, aware, conscious. I'm not as, you know, sharp-minded. Waking up early and going to the gym first thing for me has been phenomenal for energy level, just human growth hormone. Like I'm gaining weight and mass so fast because in the morning, there's, <laughs> thank you, there's just something in the morning about your body and just like the chemicals. I'm not a pro in fitness, but it's really helping me. And it just sets the tone for the rest of your day. Like, oh, I did my workout. It's done. It's in the bank. It's clocked in. One more, one more workout and I'm proud of myself. I'm happy. And then I have my whole day that I can spend doing whatever I want, not worrying about what am I going to do to go to the gym? Am I going to skip the gym? No, it's done in the morning. Yeah. And you mentioned meditation being one of your non-negotiable, Brittany. And I want to tie this with the why behind it. And this is really important for anyone listening. You don't want to just throw a bunch of non-negotiable because they sound fancy and you think it's going to give you X, Y, and Z. You want to ask yourself, why am I performing it? You, Brittany, you're meditating because it's deepening your connection with the divine. It's, it's, it's strengthening your psychic abilities because you are a tarot reader, because you are a medium, you are a channeler. So there are things, actions that needs to be done, practices that you want to have and cultivate to get you closer to that version of you that is like the ultimate medium, like whatever vision you have of yourself 10, 10 years ahead. So meditation is like one of your non-negotiables because it brings you there. Yeah. No, 100%. And everything you just said is is key in what I was saying before is you don't want it to be just something you're checking off your list. The why is so important. So Something that is just coming to mind now is before coming up with a morning routine, before coming up with your non-negotiables, first figure out who is it that I want to be? Who is it that I want to be? And after you have that down, like what version of myself in the future am I working toward? Then it's easier to figure out your non-negotiables because, okay, that version of me would be doing this. You know, if, for example, you want to look good in a bikini, like you said, that version, <laughs> I mean, it's same, right? That, that version of you would be going to the gym regularly or not necessarily going to the gym, but that version of you would be moving your body regularly. That version of you would be consciously eating healthy to be healthy, right? For me, the medium thing is, is like you said, it's who do I want to be? Okay. That version of me would be meditating every day. So it's not just making a list because like you said, social media, this or that, you know, there's so many videos of being the quote unquote it girl, 
you know, I don't know if you're familiar with that. And it's like how to be that girl or, you know, this and that. And it's all of these things. And it's like, okay, you don't want to strive to be somebody else. Who are you? And something that I want to talk about as well is going back to when you were talking about, you know, we're here to play a game. Well, we're not just here to play a game, but life is a game. We are all here in different avatars. We are all here to play a very different game. And our game, we're here to complete a mission. All of our missions are very, very different. So if you are trying to be somebody else, you're playing the game wrong. You need to figure out why you're here because we all are unique and we all have so much to bring to the table, but it's a matter of stepping into that uniqueness and knowing that we are all playing a different game. We all have a different mission. We are sharing the same arena. So it is important to help one another and it is important to support one another, but it is also important to know that every single one of us has the ability to be successful in this game because we are all here playing our own game with our own mission. So what is your mission? Who is it that you want to be and go from there? Mm, oh, that was just so beautiful, Brittany. So let's take a moment to say thank you to today's sponsor. Thank you, Sue from Diamonds Natural Store. Thanks so much for sponsoring this video. Diamonds Natural Store is an all-natural pet food store based out of Illinois, but you can order online as well at diamondsnaturalstore.com. There is free shipping on all orders over $25. Sue, she's an animal lover, and the store is actually named after her dog who passed, unfortunately her dog diamond but the story behind it is truly touching if you're watching on the youtube channel i'll put a little screenshot of the story up for you so you can pause to take a read but if not the story is online if you're just listening to the podcast definitely check it out it'll touch your soul but diamonds natural store they have dog toys cat toys bird supplies all natural treats for dogs and cats they also have natural supplements some of which include probiotics prebiotics, liver support, and mushroom supplements. My dog, my cat, absolutely love the treats from Diamonds Natural Store, so I definitely recommend. But thanks again, Sue, for sponsoring today's video, but let's jump back to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> and that makes me think of, like, we're all sharing this arena, and we're all perceiving this reality from our vantage point, our aperture. Mm -hmm. And the scope of the reality we have access to is directly proportional to our consciousness level. You were mm -hmm. talking earlier about quantum mechanics and how it's proven that all realities exist at once, different dimensions. I don't see time as linear. I see it as everywhere, like water, mm -hmm. like just we're breathing. The air is filled with consciousness. The The air is filled with God. Like it's, it's, like we cannot feel it with our skin because the air is so, we're, we're used to it maybe. We're a part of it. Yes, yes. There's, there is this physical barrier, but it's just one big continuum. Yeah. And the body, the mind is kind of the, the remote through which you played a video game or the mm -hmm. antenna. And the quality of your mind will determine the quality of the life that comes into your awareness. So your CEO self might be living in, you know, another dimension or another part of reality, 
but it's existing at this very moment right now. Mm-hmm. What are they doing in that version? Mm-hmm. And embody that today mm-hmm. because we are the results. We are the result of our daily choices and habits. Everything that we do attracts what is similar to that. Mm-hmm. I've heard a beautiful example on TikTok. Like if you want to get a nine to five, because you have an unstable schedule and you want to have something more structured and a nine to five is something that you're looking for, well, start waking up at seven and be ready at, at nine. Already have the frame in your day mm-hmm. so that when the universe drops the nine to five on top of you, it just fits right in. Yeah. And that works for anything. Like for you, if you want to go for the van life, <laughs> buy the freaking van. No. Sometimes it's super simple. I have a couch that I'm not even using. And it clicked earlier. Like I was on Apple store earlier. I'm shopping for a new computer, a more powerful device. And I don't have any space for like a desk. I want to have like a standing desk so I can work. I have like my the display screen and have like two screens so that I can work. And it's, you know, seamless and very enjoyable and have a very nice laid out office space. But what if I started by creating space for it? If I sold the couch, I would have physical space yeah. for the desk to come in. Like sometimes it's so dumb explained that yeah. way, but like that's where spirituality just brings a completely new perspective to something that is so obvious. But then you're like, oh, that's these are the mechanics of how this reality works. Let me play with them and yeah. see what happens. Yes, I'm getting chills as you're talking. And and that's essentially manifestation right there. What we're talking about, we're talking about it in a very realistic way where you can comprehend it. But essentially, that is how manifestation works. And that's where so many people go wrong because so many people just think that, okay, I'm going to think about it and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. No, 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 no. You need to make space for it to happen. You need to embody that version or whatever it is as well for it to then come in because without doing that, you're missing the action. There are 12 laws of the universe. The law of action is one of them. So that's taking action toward whatever it is you want. And by law, the universe then has to respond. The universe will not respond to what you want. The universe does not care about what you want. The universe responds to the energy you are embodying and the energy you are projecting. So that is how you will get to where you want to go. That is how your manifestations will come in. It's by embodying that now. And, you know, similar to your example, one of the examples I would say, you know, if you want to relate relationship, for example. For one, it's loving yourself so that you're projecting the energy of love out there, but it's also making space for it. Like you said before, it's okay if you want a serious relationship, for example, it's leaving a drawer empty in your house, you know, so that, you know, you're making space for when that person does walk in. It's those little things, you know, and you don't need to do that specifically, but Mm -hmm. similar to your couch example, you know, it's taking up space right now where instead you could have a desk there or something else there that is more in alignment with what you're wanting at this time. So it's mm-hmm. it's making space for what it, what it is that you want while also embodying the energy that of which you desire. So I had a question for you, Brittany. Yes. We were talking about becoming and embodying in order to manifest and attract what mm-hmm. is alike. Have you experienced something as follows? Yes. Sometimes 
<laughs> I was like, yes, I have. Scorpio to Scorpio. That's what. That's how it works. I thought you finished the question. I was like, I can't think of examples where I've embodied and then that has followed. I'll give you an example of, for example, where I'm living right now. Okay. When my ex and I broke up, I like needed to find a place within two weeks and be out within two weeks. It was like crazy. It was stressful. And I remember for one, when me and my ex broke up, I didn't push back. You know, I was like, okay, I know this is meant to happen. Initially, like when it happened, I was freaked out about the moving situation. So I was like, look, is it okay if I stay till like, I, I gave myself like longer than two weeks because I was like, there was an apartment that I, there's a long story. I'm not going to get into details, but essentially me and my parents purchased an apartment. It's in building. It wasn't ready yet. So I'm like, look, like if I could stay where I'm, cause we had just moved like two months before we broke up. So we had moved already. I just moved. So I'm like, can I stay here until the apartment is available? Like it should be ready soon. That way I don't need to find like another place. And in, in hindsight, what was I doing that like, I'm glad it didn't work out that way. But what I was doing was I was prolonging something that, sh that was supposed to happen like faster. And anyways, that was like a no. So I was like, do you know what? In that moment, I was like, I'm putting myself first here. My brain switched. I was like, this is not meant to be. I didn't fight it or anything. And I, my sister, the building I'm in now, she actually lived she just recently moved out, but she lived in this same building. And I didn't want to stay at my ex's house because I needed distance. So I came here and I made a promise to myself. I was like, for the first time in my life, I am putting myself first. And I have never done that before. So something in me switched. And with that mindset shift, my energy shifted and to put me first. And I stayed with my sister and I remember looking for places that I could rent within yeah. two weeks. Like the time was, you know, I didn't have much time on my hands. And I told her, I was like, let's, I was like, I'm gonna, I wanna manifest a place. I was like in this building because how cool would it be to live in the same building as my sister because we're super close. I was like, I wanna manifest a, a place in this building that I can afford. And I left it at that. And when I tell you the next day, an apartment, in this building popped up on my search and everything just fell in line. So it was like serendipitous the way it happened. Everything fell in line perfectly. And it was like as soon as I embodied putting myself first and I envisioned me living in this building and I literally was lucky enough to kind of live in this building ahead of time because I was staying with my sister. So like I really embodied that feeling before it actually came into fruition for me in this reality. So I completely embodied that. And like I said, in a part came up. It so turns out that the owners of the apartment were like, yeah, we're actually happy. We actually happen to be in town. We can do a showing tonight if you're available. And I'm like, yeah, I'm actually here already. So the showing happened. They really, really liked me right away. They also really liked my roommate, which was like a whole other thing because, you know, the roommate situation fell into place literally perfectly as well. And we ended up getting the place. So from there, things kind of started clicking in for me. I'm like, holy shit, like manifestation can happen that fast, but you truly have to embody it and believe it and put yourself first and, and do it because it's something you truly want for yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like there has mm -hmm. to be an authenticity behind mm -hmm. it as well. It can't be something you're forcing. Like it, it needs to be very authentic to you and who you are and you have to embody it and watch the magic happen. Like when I say yeah. magic happens, watch that magic happen. Oh, and let me tell you, sorry, I have another one. I just like off the top of my head, like 
I remember saying, oh my gosh, I really want to go to Costa Rica. Like I really, in December, I started putting it out to the universe. Like I want to go to Costa Rica. I would love to do like a retreat in Costa Rica. All of a sudden, literally in January. So I started putting this out to the universe December. End of January, I had this girl reach out to me on Instagram. Hey, like I'm hosting a retreat in Costa Rica. I would love to invite you. And I was like, oh my gosh, like straight up, I've been trying to manifest that. That, Mm. That retreat didn't work out. But don't get me wrong, I wasn't upset because I'm like, do you know what? The fact that that opportunity presented itself is showing me I'm becoming in a, in alignment with an yes, opportunity. Yes. And then a month later, another girl was like, oh my gosh, would you want to go to Costa Rica with me? I'm like, this is crazy. That also did not pan out, okay? So it, oh, I'm getting chills. So what I want to say, because I'm, and there's more to the story, okay? But pausing for a moment, what I want to say is if you think you're manifesting something and it doesn't work out, don't get discouraged. Be excited that you are manifesting those opportunities in because the universe is bringing things in and they're showing you like, look, you are becoming in alignment with what you want. And I wasn't upset, was not upset that neither of those opportunities were kept, worked out because I knew it was simply a matter of time. And then another girl that I met via TikTok, we ended up connecting. We've been FaceTiming and this and that. She brings up Costa Rica. She's like, oh my gosh, I have a five-night stay that a hotel in, in that a resort in Costa Rica reached out to me with one guest. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, no way. What? So I am actually going to Costa Rica at the end of April and we're going to- No way. Yeah. We're staying there for the five days and then we're going to, we're extending the stay and we're staying at an Airbnb as well. But the universe- Like, I'm not upset that the first or the second didn't work out for me. I was excited that they didn't work out because I'm like, I'm manifesting these things. The universe is showing me like, look, like you're on the right track. And then what was meant to happen fell on my lap and I'm going at the end of April and I'm stoked about it. So (laughs) yeah, there's another example for you right there. Well, thank you for sharing because this is spot on with so many things I'm going through, like for you're starting the nomad life. And this is very much something that I aspire to live. I've, I've thought about the nomad life, contemplating it for years. Mm-hmm. And you coming into my direct awareness, into my direct environment is the universe kind of just testing the waters, testing yeah. like, how am I going to react to that? How am I going to perceive that? Am I going to be jealous or mm-hmm. am I going to be excited? Because here's mm-hmm. the thing, jealousy can mm-hmm. really push away your manifestation. If you see your dream car drive by and you're like, oh, I hate that person. They have my dream car. The universe is going to go like, oh, that's not cute. We're not going to give them the car. <laughs> but if you're like, oh my God, look at the car looking hot. Look at the color, the tires. Ooh, it's shining. I would see myself driving that. The universe is going to be like, okay, interesting. Yeah. And then you another test. Maybe some one of your friend gets it and you get to drive on the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. And then maybe- it's a stepping stone <laughs> that's guiding you to that manifestation that you're waiting for. And you were talking about jealousy. And I actually got a download about de- jealousy. I'll quickly talk about it. But essentially, jealousy is simply your soul trying to tell you that you are capable of having that as well. So (laughs) instead of putting hate out towards that person, know that you can have it. You are capable of it. If you're feeling jealous, it's for a reason. So Uh try to not, you know, 
get jealous and you know what I mean? Like it's, it's being mindful of it. And instead of being jealous, be like, okay, I'm feeling this way. It's because I can have it too, but there's a resistance up right now. Why is there resistance? What can I do to drop that resistance so that I can then step into that when it is right for me to step into that? Yes. Because everything's going to come at the right time. And sometimes when we say at the right time, like, is it a time somewhere precise on the timeline and you just wait for it to come to you? No. It comes to your daily habits, your non-negotiable. The more that you perform your non-negotiables, the more that you become who you wish to be, the more that these things will come because you become a vibrational mash to these things, which is natural that you have that. Like I have a degree in hospitality. I work in a hotel. Maybe you're like, well, duh. But like this job came to me. My my brother sent me a text message of that. Mm job offer would he have sent it to me had i not a hospitality degree maybe not but like yeah. things and we we get to trust the universe so like we get to just sit back and enjoy the ride and be like what what wh- how can i be surprised today what yeah. is meant for me will find me can yeah. i just is- can i just can i just try to believe mm-hmm. that this life is happening for me yeah yeah. And I oh, I want to speak to that because, you know, what is meant for me will find me. What is meant for you will not pass you by. And it's having faith in that because we hold on to things because we get comfortable. We feel like we want to keep something and we hold on to it without having mm-hmm. faith that what is meant for you won't pass you by. Let me give you an example. When my ex and I, when we broke up. So who I am right now, before my ex and I broke up, I didn't want to teach anymore. I was wanting to get out of teaching, but he needed to leave my life so that I could fully step into this. Because if this came sooner, if this came before we broke up, I wasn't ready for it at the time. Even though I wanted it and I thought I was ready for it, I wasn't ready for it. That breakup needed to happen and he needed to exit my life so that I could step into the version of me now that was ready for this. Do you know what I mean? So when I tell you that breakup was the best thing that could have ever happened to me, it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. So when something exits your life, don't hold on to it. Trust, trust that it is the universe. Trust that it is divine intervention, making space for something that is meant for you. Is it going to happen overnight? No. Is there going to be a process getting you to where the universe is taking you? Yeah, but it's having that faith and having that blind faith, even if you can't see the how, even if you don't know exactly like when, how, this or that, it's trusting that the the universe is moving the puzzle pieces around for you and it's essentially following the clues because when we broke up, I was like, screw it, I'm going to be me authentically because he Mm. didn't support this. He didn't support Mm -hmm. my leadership. He didn't like Mm. that I had a following on TikTok, you know? So was there room for this version of me with him in my life? No. So he needed to leave. And when that happened, I stepped into myself and I started all of this stuff and I started embodying it even while I had my job. You know, I still had my job, but I started embodying this fully because I was able to finally embody this fully. And then the pieces fell together. I quit. Mm -hmm. Here I am. Here I am now. So don't hold on to anything either. It's trusting, like you said, what is meant for you will find you. But it's trusting the process in that and do not hold on to anything, anyone at all. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And what you just said ties with some of the notes that I had. When you let something go too 
allow something else in. I'm just getting that download right away. Nature is slow. Nature mm -hmm. does things slowly. Creating a baby takes nine months. Mm -hmm. It harvest season. It takes the whole summer before you can reap the fruit of your labor in the fall. Mm -hmm. And today with TikTok and sin gratification, we kind of lose touch with the reality of things that it takes time to do things. You know, we want them instantly. And I'm not saying you cannot manifest instantly, but if you don't believe that you can manifest instantly, it's going to take a time for your mind to readjust to the belief that, oh, I can manifest my reality. So that's why yeah. you start slow. Little by little, yeah. you accustom your nervous system because you don't want to activate your survival brain because it's going to pull you right back into yeah. your comfort zone. Like maybe you're like, oh, tarot doesn't work. And maybe you would have gone back to teaching. Yeah. But by slowly, gradually making the transition, here you are today and you even get to like, I'm, I'm just assuming like you live full time from your online work. Mm -hmm. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's full time from my tarot readings, like the podcast and stuff like that. I don't make money off of this really yet. And I know I will. I know it's coming, but it's planting the seed and I'm watering the seed and I'm giving time for those seeds to grow their roots. And I'm waiting for the tree to eventually grow. And I know that it will. And I know that I'm, I'm like waiting for it to, I'm not even waiting for it to come. I just know that it will come. I know that there's a version of me that's already is making money off of this and that. So I'm just excited for the process along the way. And I'm excited for the gifts that the universe is going to present to me along the way. One of them being the nomad life I'm about to step into. I did not see that for myself. When I tell you I did not see that for myself until February, end of February, I did not see that for myself. Because before I would always think like, oh my gosh, it would be so cool to just travel around the world. I always like thought of how cool it would be. Did I mm -hmm. ever think it would be a possibility for me? No, I didn't see it. I didn't see the how. And then things just kind of started falling into place and I was left with a decision. And I was like, oh, I'm getting chills. And I was like, this is the universe pushing me out of my comfort zone. This is the universe giving me they, they put it on my lap. The universe figures out the how. You don't need to figure out the how. And that's what so many people miss. You know, going back to my example of my ex and I breaking up, like when I wanted to quit teaching, I didn't know how I was going to quit. But at the time I was looking for a how. I was, I got accepted into a master's program for counseling because I was like, okay, I'll be a, I'll be a counselor, you know, and I was trying to figure out the how. And then when everything fell oh. into place, when I surrendered, I realized that's not the how. The universe built a TikTok following for me because when I got TikTok, my mindset was not, okay, I'm going to have TikTok so that I could then build a following so that I could then do tarot reading so that I can then quit my job. That was not it. The universe just kind of had that happen for me. And through the process, I ended up dropping out of the master's program because mm -hmm. that was not authentic with who I am and where I'm at. So I'm at a place now where I'm realizing it's having that blind faith and it's trusting the universe, but it's also taking those risks when they present themselves. So it's like when I quit my job, I quit in September and I jumped full time into tarot reading in October, but the universe kind of gave me a couple years of building a platform between that time. And I didn't realize that that was going to be the thing that got me to quit teaching, but it was. So I took that risk when it presented itself. Same with me going on this travel journey. I didn't even think like I wasn't. And that's another thing is not being attached to it. I was not attached mm -hmm. to, a, oh, I really want to travel. I want to travel. Like I was like, oh yeah, that would be really cool. Like, you know, like yeah, that would be awesome. 
And then all of a sudden we were presented in my lap and I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the universe telling me to jump again. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going to jump again. And it is jumping when those opportunities come into play for you. And it is trusting. And that's the key. It's trust. And so many people, like you said, and this is another key thing here with manifestation. And this is why I love the non-negotiables and like going slow with the process because can you manifest overnight? Absolutely. You can. That is possible in this reality. The problem with that is our subconscious mind is programmed with all of these limiting beliefs from when we were when we are a child. So you need to get your entire conscious being on board with what you're wanting to manifest. And that is the process. That is this that's why manifestations don't actually happen overnight, because to fully believe that you are capable of these things takes time and it's breaking down those limiting beliefs because it is possible, like I said, to manifest something overnight, but it's super, super rare in a sense because, for example, if I were to say like, oh, I'm going to win the lottery, I can manifest that overnight. But in order to do that, I would my entire being would have to fully and truly believe it, including my subconscious. And that's the hard part because in the back of my mind, I know how rare it is to win the lottery. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, that's the hard part is believing, but that's where like these non-negotiables and the little steps are so important because by Mm -hmm. practicing and doing those steps, you are getting your entire being on board with actually believing it's possible. And that's when the manifestation comes in. Does that, does Mm -hmm. that make sense? what I'm trying to explain? No, absolutely. No, 100%. It's like, for me, something I'm manifesting is, you know, like a a healthy body that sustain my lifestyle. Like if I want to have kids one day, I want to be able to keep up with them. I want to be physically attractive. Mm -hmm. And there is something with momentum. Building a new habit at first is hard. In the middle, it's it's shaky. It's messy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you miss a day, you skip a beat, but it's okay. You get back up, you go back. And then at the end, that's where it's gorgeous. And that's a quote from Mm -hmm. the book the 5am club by Robin Sharma but something I'm noticing for myself is I'm seeing the results of going to the gym every day in the morning mm-hmm. and that's the reprogramming part yes that comes in because you get visual yeah. physical 3d tangible proof yes that your efforts are worth it yeah so that plays on so many different levels confidence mm-hmm. Not only confidence in your appearance or my appearance, but confidence in, hey, I can stick to something. I can change myself. I can I can consciously have an impact on me. I'm not just this victim or I'm not just mm. passively observing life. Mm-hmm. I have a word to say. I have a part in it. I'm an active yeah. player of this reality. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting chills. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the key. And that's the hard part too for a lot of people is to step into that and to know that they can change. Like you can change your life 100%, but it starts in the mind and it starts with discipline and 
you know, forcing yourself essentially to do those things, even if it's uncomfortable. But that's where growth happens. It's through mm-hmm. the uncomfortability, but it's also being patient. And, you know, going back to the gym analogy, it's not going to happen overnight. So it's be patient and be slow with yourself in the process. I'm a certified personal trainer. So this is something that I always, this is something that I always say, you know, I don't actually have clients, like I don't have clients at this time, but this is, you know, what I say to people, what I would say to people, it's like, start slow, start slow. Because if you have all of these goals all at once, you're gonna burn yourself out. You're not, it's not going to be maintainable. It's, you know, with the gym, if you're wanting to start working out, it's starting by going for a walk. Yeah. 30 minutes, five times a week. That's easy. Do you know what I mean? Like start with that, start easy. And then once that's a habit for you, then maybe start adding to that. And it doesn't need to be going to the gym, right? It could be like whatever type of activity it is for you. But gym wise, it's like, okay, then starting with some weights a couple times a week, plus your walk. Yeah. And then make that a habit and then build and then build. So many of us just kind of try to jump into everything all at once. And that's where it's like easier to kind of, I don't like to say fail because I don't see anything as a failure because you can always recommit, like you said earlier in the episode, but it's starting slow and it's not us humans want that instant gratification. We want to see it right away, but that's where we kind of go wrong. Nothing is that is that quick and it's you want to appreciate the progress you've made too it's like having a book oh yes you know it's like having a box of cookies you want to eat mm. a cookie at a time if you eat everything all at once we're going to feel sick mm. and then left with what so it's like enjoying it and being slow with it and knowing that there will be pleasure at the end and knowing that you will see the results and being proud of yourself through that journey as well oh wow so many things i want to unpack here well first it's Like, do I want to sacrifice not feeling sick later for the pleasure of eating the whole box of cookie now? Mm -hmm. Do I want to sacrifice having more time to work on my project for the comfort of staying in bed now? Mm -hmm. Do I want to sacrifice looking hot in a bikini by not going to the gym, skipping one more day? But here's the thing. And that's just something that you talk about. Like, it's a practice first. It's just a practice. The most defining moment is that split second when you go and consciously choose to perform that Mm non-negotiable. It's not how long you meditate. It's not how heavy you lift. It's to do it. Start by meditating 30 seconds. But like, it's just getting comfortable with the, the practice of meditating. Yeah. Yeah. Before it becomes, before it's your identity, mm-hmm. it's a thought. Mm-hmm. Then a thought gets turned into action. Mm-hmm. Then action, repeated action turns into a habit. Yeah. And repeated habit becomes your identity. And your identity is what attracts your higher self, your dream life, your CEO self, and what have you, all of that. Yes. and before you know it, you will be there. Like when I tell you where I'm at now career-wise, this took me 
all in all, two years to get here. And I did another episode on this like before, so I'm not going to get too much in detail, but I came across a diary entry of 2021, February of 2021. I was miserable. I was depressed. Like looking back now, like I was not in a good place, like mentally or anything. And I remember writing in my diary entry, like I need to change. I asked the universe for help. I started Mm. with affirmations. I didn't know how I was going to get out of teaching. I didn't know the how. I didn't know that this, I didn't know that that, but I started consciously focusing more so on me. And two years later, two years later, February of 2023 is when I came across that diary entry. I was like, holy shit. I changed my entire life in only two years. The two years felt like a long time, but in the big scheme of things, what is two years? It's nothing. So it's giving yourself that time and good things come to those who wait. As cheesy as it sounds, it is true. I want to leave you the floor. Was there any like final words, thoughts, or anything else that you wanted to leave the audience with? Oh my God. Last thoughts. I'm the one usually asking that question. So (laughs) I'm usually in the host seat, but for you guys listening, you deserve to fully live a life that makes you happy. You fully deserve to craft it with the colors, the shapes, the emotions that you want to experience. It's not your boss, it's not your parents, it's not your friends. You don't have to please anyone. You don't have to look anyhow to anybody else. It's, it's all for you. And not to say that it's a selfish way, but you're the one that's in your body. You're the one that has the gift of life. So how do you want to use that gift? How do you want to impact people? How do you want to feel at the end of every single day? And you get to decide that and you get to move towards that. Thank you so much. Like couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much for everything that you brought to the show today. I know that I got a lot out of it and I'm sure that my audience did as well. So thank you again so much for being on. I'm sure that I'll have you on again in the future because like I said, I'm sure we could talk for hours and hours. Do you know what? I would love to do an in-person episode with you, you know, through my travels, like an in-person episode. Oh my God. Yes. When you come around. That would be so fun. Or if you ever come and visit wherever I am in the world, right? Because you're wanting to travel as well. So (laughs) we'll see what happens. We'll let the universe kind of put the puzzle pieces into place. And before we close off the episode today, those of you who are listening, please, please, please go give Antoine a follow. As I was mentioning at the beginning of the podcast episode, Antoine has his own podcast. He has so much value to offer and he's very much so a professional in everything that he does. So please go give him a follow. But Antoine, where can they find you? Well, thank you so much for all of the kind words. And thank you so much for having me, Brittany. It's always a charm to connect with a fellow Scorpio that is Canadian as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but people can find me at AntoineBillboard.co on Instagram and TikTok. I'm also your CEO self on Instagram, which is the podcast, your CEO self podcast. If you guys fancy to listen, it's all about human optimization and consciousness expansion. And I also have the Instagram for the podcast production agency, which is your CEO studios. We're kind of seeing a theme here, CEO. <laughs> Love it. But that's where you guys can find me. If you want to have a chat, reach out, come to my podcast. You guys are always welcome to come and chill and awaken, heal, manifest with me. 
Amazing. And I will make sure that all of his socials and everything are linked in the description box slash show notes below. So easy access, just, you know, head down below there and easy. It'll be easy to find. But thank you again for everything today. Thank you for those listening. And thank you again, Antoine, for being here with us and sharing this space with us today. Sending you all so, so, so much love and light. And until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.